time once again for a journey inside the twisted minds and unfiltered voices of your favorite sisters. Jamie? Why are you following me? Where is your guardian? And Paula. Like, what is wrong with us? No one is like this. No one. And now prepare yourself for the ugly truth. There's only two types of people in the world. The ones that entertain and the ones that observe. Welcome to the Every Truth, episode 27. Did you hear my cat? Yeah, your uh, your cat did an ug. He's probably like, what is wrong with her? That is so hilarious. That's awesome. You know why? Was it Toby? Yes. And now he is by the couch and he's making all sorts of noise. And I'm just like, we've literally been talking for a good hour. Before we and even now, he decided to chip in. And now he decided to mosey on out here and wait. Make let's noise. okay. Wait, let's and do it again. And he'll probably be coming to sniff my eyelashes soon. Okay, wait. I'm gonna let's do it again and see if he resp- if he All says right. "ug" too. All Ready? Right. Go ahead. <laughs> right. One, two, three. Ugh, ugh. No, Damn he's it! He's sticking his butt in my face. Stupid cat. He's God. Like, don't do it again. That's horrid. <laughs> Maybe he was yelling at us. I don't know what he's doing. He gets weird. Oh, that's so funny. He's the All announcer. Right. He's the public crier. God. The town crier. Isn't he retarded? Um, you he's know, he special. was abandoned by his mom under a house. So oh, I have one of those I'm cats. guessing he wasn't, you know. He's special. Yeah, he is the special I have a kitten. special one. He, but, you know, he's going to be nine this year. So. Oh, my God. I know, right? It's He'll probably old. live to be 100. I God, mean... I- who knows? All right. Well, welcome. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. This is Jamie, and this is my sister, Paula. Hello. Hello. Um, wow. So much has happened since the last time you and I recorded. I know. It feels like oh it's, my gosh. We've, we've lived a lifetime, but it's only been a week. I know. Um, okay. So quickly, um, we, as we have said many times before, we have switched servers. And so now we have this very accurate portrait of where our downloads are coming from all over the country actually all over the world world yes episode 26 our number one market for last week's episode was washington dc so thank you east coast you beat out sacramento i was excited i was just like that is so so awesome in fact i was thinking i'm like keep it up dc because that's like the place i want to go to you know if we do an appearance or anything like that I, I mean, that's I a do, pretty kick-ass place to have, you know, listeners. Give me a reason to go it travel. Could be Duluth, South Dakota, and I'd be like, oh, yay. I'm not going to Duluth. <laughs> no offense, Duluth, but no, I'd rather go to D.C. They're not on the radar, so don't worry. But Okay, fine. Yeah, they're, you're yes. right. But our number one foreign land, ready? <laughs> God. It's Nigeria. Nigeria. <laughs> Who would have thought? Well, I, you know, it was funny because I'm like, Nigeria, is that, um, isn't that where um, Coming to America took place? What oh, was that? It? Oh, with was um, that Mumba- Eddie, Murphy uh, and, with Eddie Murphy and Arsenio, Arsenio Hall. Hall. Isn't that, it wasn't Nigeria. It was um, Zimbabwe. Zim- no, it wasn't Zimbabwe. It was, it was some made up African land. But, it's, but, I'm thinking, but it is Africa, right? Yes. And I'm thinking, oh man, there's there's some Nigerian prince who wants us to deposit money for him, oh, right? And and we'll because somehow his get a long cut of that. lost uncle of the tribe, <laughs> exactly. Is, you know, has passed away, and he needs to you he know make us. a deposit, right? And I'm thinking maybe he thinks we're queens from Queens. Behold, Simi, life, real life. A thing that we have been denied for far too long. Good morning, my neighbors! Hey, fuck you! Yes! Yes! Fuck you, too! For all you Nigerians, we're, we're pleased to meet your acquaintance and we're, you know, shout out, to, shout out to you. Thank you for the downloads, Nigeria. Yeah, keep up. Heck, you know what? If we get enough, maybe we'll go there. You're on your own. I'm get not your, going to Nigeria. Get your passport ready. <laughs> I'm not. See, even Toby doesn't think we should I go know. To He's like, can't be like, WTF, you're not going to Nigeria. You're, going to, you're not going to Nigeria. He's like, yeah. He's all, mom said, what? <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know why he can send noisy. But That's yes, hilarious. so exciting news for us. And like I said, um, thank you, Nigeria and Washington, D.C., all you little guilty pleasures over there yeah really who knew you know what's you know what's really funny about our little show i mean we are very small and that's fine too but um what's what's funny is that very few people admit that they listen but according to the stats a lot of people listen i think that's hilarious cool with it i don't care if a lot of people listen i mean yeah and they don't have to admit it i'm cool with that yeah well that's it it's like the hard numbers don't lie but you know everything else you can you can stay veiled. You can you stay can pretend, secretive. right? If you don't want to like it's the Facebook right. page, we got it. You know, no we, problem. We've but got we your got number. your number. <laughs> God, we just oh my God. at the same time. That is so weird. Really well, bizarre. speaking of speaking of uh, travel, I didn't go to Nigeria. However, I did drive down to Southern California for a water polo tournament for my daughter. And what's cool is, well, it wasn't cool. We drove down. Now, normally we would have flown, but we waited too long to book the flight. So we obviously didn't get to go via airline. So we had to drive. The drive from Sacramento to L.A. is like five and a half hours. And so, um, but the drive down was very simple, quick. Even with the L.A. gridlock, we still got past it and we got to our destination in a reasonable amount of time. Um, now I am not, well, I am a snob when it comes to hotels, but we had to book in a certain area. So we really didn't have a whole lot of choice in stays. We stayed at the Quality Inn. Now, I believe this is the uh, redheaded stepchild of the Embassy Suites. You stayed at the Quality Inn, really? Yeah. That surprises me. Well, it was availability. I mean, everything oh. else was completely full. And so... I mean, it's not horrid, but I mean, it's on the cusp of, like, not being great. It is one step above Motel 6, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah, that's, that's what I was I mean, say. that's... It's just bigger rooms, you know? That's what I was yeah. thinking. Bigger rooms, still equal amount of smell. <laughs> we pull in, and um, Daryl goes, okay, I'm going to go check in. So he goes and checks in. Now, I specifically paid an extra $10 to get an upper room so I wouldn't have noisy neighbors above us. I wanted the third floor, top okay. floor. Oh, okay. And a balcony. Okay. So he comes back in. He goes, well, the guy said his second floor okay. And I said, yes. And I said, why did you do that? I want no one above us. None. So he had to go, I, he had to go back in and get a third floor because... Well, I mean, if it was specified in the reservation, why wouldn't he just give you the third floor? I don't understand that either. Like, why was he trying to cheap us out of, you know, making us pay 10 whole extra dollars to get a third floor room? But You know, it's, yeah, there's a lot of times with hotels I don't understand why there's, you know, like when you're making the reservation and you specify, like, no smoking, yeah. you pay a certain rate, blah, 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 and you get there and they're just they're like, okay, so... You reserved a non-smoking room with two queen beds. Well, we have a king-size smoking know, room available right? for you. And I'm like, no, that's not all right because I it's not what I asked. asked for I'm this. traveling with a co-worker and we're not sleeping in the same bed. <laughs> Thank you. Know? you. <laughs> but it's just like I just don't – I'll, I'll never understand that. Well, and you know what? And I hate it because I feel like a total bitch because I'm making Daryl go back in and do it. And, you know, me and I'm like, I'll go in. I mean, I have no problem going in and demanding my third floor. Yeah, then but three minutes I, later the, the squad car will pull up and you know, <laughs> well, lights then are going well then suddenly we're not getting housekeeping regularly and all of a sudden nothing's available and there's no <laughs> extra blankets for us and you know the ice machine is suddenly out of ice shockingly we don't get free breakfast anymore so it's best that the good cop goes in and negotiates the third floor right. so he comes back five minutes later he goes yep they gave us the third floor and you know and daryl knows when to just not even not even go there just it's not just worth do the just what do i re- no, because it's, you know, for me, it's bad enough that we're at the Quality Inn. <laughs> so give me what I need to, to just get through this week of stay. You remind me of, like, Jennifer Lopez, like, do you, re- or, or Mariah Carey, like, do you require to people to spray perfume before you enter the room? So that well, way they you can, like, should have when we pulled into this hotel. White candles and white flowers set up everywhere. God, and... you know what? I wish I was that powerful because I would absolutely demand that. <laughs> and I'd have some lackey making sure that it happened. And you had, you know, like like uh, fire-roasted <laughs> Cheetos and, like, you know, Fiji water and I only drink chilled. Fiji water. 
no room temp only oh see that would be on your your request list for green <laughs> that would rooms. be on my that would be my rider so we we go we get into our room and i'm already disenchanted and because it's a hotel that has no hallways all the doors are outside so it's not like an internal hotel you know i'm actually okay with that just because i'm not Hotel hallways kind of freak me out. I always think of that scene from The Shining. Like, oh, I'm well, you know to what? See You're two right. Little girls at the end, and then all of a sudden, like, blood comes rushing down the aisles. Come play with us. Ugh. Yeah, just, no. It, and they all look the same, so it's almost like you know, yeah. a house of mirrors. And I'm just like, wait, wait yeah. where am I going? And then you hear, I the, know. And then it's like, you know, late at night, and all of a sudden you hear the, and it's the elevator, and you're like, oh my god, who's getting up? He's gonna kill me. You know, killer. There's a killer coming down the hall. And I'm sure the security camera's like, uh oh, one's wigging out. You know. You might want to check on people floor like eight. us. Can Probably. somebody go to floor eight and look up for the divas like, on floor eight? There's yeah. uh, there's two drunk girls having a hard time finding their rooms. For starters, tell them they're on the wrong floor. And then, <laughs> and oh, God, we did that. We took scared. the wrong elevator. Oh, my God. That's remember right. We did in Reno? Reno. We were so drunk. I don't remember what we, night it was, we but scared? we got on. And we were talking to this guy. So we you scared. started getting on. And I was thinking, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I didn't want to say anything because, you know, we were chatting up a storm with this person. But I'm like, well, I guess we could just take a ride. And then I'm like, you know, we're on the wrong <laughs> elevator. And you're like, we are? And you're like, why didn't you say anything? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> just Because we were both completely schnockered. I don't know. But um, so we get into the hotel. And immediately, you know, I don't, att- I don't do it on purpose, the big whiff. But I go in. <laughs> Taking a breath to make sure that the room is sanitary. Walk okay. in, I'm all smell, I'm all smells. Okay, hey, mom. Got like the nose of a bloodhound. <laughs> I really do. And and there's a story to that effect later. So we walk in and Daryl immediately go pulls out his phone and goes, all right, well, where do we want to stay then? Because we obviously aren't staying here. <laughs> like, I don't know if anything's available. So we immediately pull out our laptops and our phones and we're looking for another you, hotel. You walked in and decided you weren't staying there immediately why because it was very old and outdated there was a lot of schlackered wood the uh the bathroom sink was in the bedroom and and (laughs) what's wrong with that well, we weren't expecting it. It was just... It's not like you were having to, like, take a dump in the middle of the room with the toilet right there. <laughs> yeah, but I had to brush my teeth next to the television. It was weird. It was weird to me. And it was just strange. And so the balcony backed up to the back of the parking lot and some um, industrial offices and the airport in Santa Ana, the Orange County Airport. Oh, that's kind of a busy airport. It, it's a very busy airport. And so he's like, well, we're obviously not staying here. So let's start looking because he can tell for by my face. Sakes. Well, ultimately we stayed because I'm like, like, just Look, open a window. I mean. Open the window. And um, th- it, it did not smell that bad. It was very disinfectant-y, but it was, it was fine. Hotels smell weird. They all they smell do. like old quilts. You know, they it's do. Just... But everything was gold and, and brown. Strip and... the quilted cover off there never lay on that i know someone who got scabies that way one time oh my god well you know i was a little worried about bed bugs but so i just ripped those off because i don't know that they washed those i don't know but 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 i i went ahead and reduced my high expectations everything was fine we ended up staying there for the week and it, luckily it wasn't you know no room service but well, you guys weren't even there that much. We weren't, and not only that, but the honestly, the people that worked there were so nice, and the housekeeping was amazing. They were like the clean. They were the best housekeeping people we've I've ever ever encountered. Well, that'll and be we've a stayed... good trip advisor room for slumming it. It was actually really quite clean. <laughs> I kind of you know what I said on my I did, did leave a trip advisor um, oh response. Hopefully you and gave I said, them a good amount of stars. I mean, you, I gave them good. It's stars. like picking the tallest midget. You know, you have to at least. I did, and I said what it I, is. I said old <laughs> does not equal dirty because it was oh. very very clean, and they th- from the front desk. To the housekeepers, everybody was so pleasant. And it's an Embassy Suites stepchild, like I said. And so I was reading the reviews on the Embassy Suites on that same hotel strip. And they actually had worse reviews because you're paying more. And the rooms are very dilapidated. They're not clean. Embassy Suites aren't that nice. Well, they are in some areas. Like the like Tahoe, it's really nice. See, I actually didn't like the one in Tahoe. I walked in and it smelled like walking into an ashtray. 
anyway, so, I mean, it was a fun stay. You know, we tried a bunch of different places and we did squeeze in a Disneyland whirlwind trip um, the day before we left. We had, Daryl had received a couple of one day tickets. And so we went ahead and went um, and shoved in a half a day into three hours. God. And we were there from like nine till midnight. And of course we went shopping as well. And at so, Disneyland? Well, in at downtown Disney, oh, their the shopping Street, obviously yeah. stays open later than when the park closes. The park closes at midnight. And so you can shop until 1 a.m. Cool, but we got into our car and it's like we got home at like two in the morning. It was crazy, Holy but crap. we did do it because we were just determined to go to Disneyland. Were there any yeah. rides that were broken? A lot, Aww, a lot of the rides I were broken. That. I was so bummed. Well, we pulled in and uh, Splash Mountain had closed for a while. And then the Matterhorn was closed, and then Space Mountain was closed. That's like all the major ones. They were all the fun ones, and so the lines were extra long in other places. That's where I met the child named Thor. I thought you were joking when you said that. I wasn't joking. I thought you were like lamenting at his size or something like that. I didn't (laughs) know that was his name. It was a very so LA though. It was a very small child with blonde hair running around like a like a crazy child yeah, a viking hat carrying a sledgehammer no but he did look like a little scandinavian child and he was running around and then some extreme well i didn't expect that he'd be african-american you know <laughs> well that would or that hispanic would been, that would have been really thor funny, rodriguez thor rodriguez or is thor it jose rodriguez or is it thor hey thor hey <laughs> god vamanos a key <laughs> no he was very very blonde and very very white but um, actually, there is a ride there, and it's called the Find. It's I don't know what it's called exactly. Is that but in it's... California Adventure? Or... No, this we only went to Disneyland. We did not go to California Adventure. Oh, okay. And so there, uh, the old submarine ride, which has been there since the beginning of the the park opening, they converted it to Finding Nemo because Finding Nemo was such a huge hit that yeah, you know. So we're in line, and it normally is like a two one to two hour wait to get in. Well, I'm not God, doing that. God no. Oh, don't they have those like little like reservation passes or something? Fast passes, but it was like eleven forty five at night, and it was like a ten minute wait. Why would you want to go in a submarine at eleven forty five at night? Because we were on our way, and we saw we we downloaded this app giving us the wait times, oh, and I said, cool. "Oh, the the Nemo ride's really quick, and we've been wanting to go on this. Let's try it." And so we got in line, immediately popped on. So we're in line. And they're submarines. Mm -hmm. So we get on. And, of course, there's enough people where the submarines will be full of people. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Is it a real submarine? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, mini, yes. Does it actually go underwater? Yes, it's underwater. Like how how far underwater? Not at all. Like the whole, the, the contraption is underwater. But, I mean, like the top of the ride is still exposed to air but you are underwater i would have a hard time with that because there's a big sign that says if you're claustrophobic or if you're afraid of enclosed spaces don't get on this it's not so much the claustrophobia or the enclosed spaces it's the mass quantities of people in something that's underwater and if something Mm -hmm. goes wrong like how are you going to get out all right so Like, I would be failing to enjoy the ride because I'd be looking at, like, every rusty crevice wondering if it's, like, dripping water or something like that. Thinking that Allison's going to start squirting and, like, it'll be, like, the effing Titanic. Well, okay. So, I'm I'm heading into the ride. And you have to go down a spiral, a long spiral (laughs) staircase, right? So, at what point did you think, like... I don't know if this is such a good idea. About about that point. (laughs) And I went, you know what? All of a sudden, all of these things are coming into my brain as things that are probably not going to be comfortable for me as I go into this ride. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what I was thinking. Is was it very hot by the by any chance? It was muggy. Oh God. So we're going down and so immediately we're in the we're in the submarine. Now you can stand it's like and walk vomiting into a shoe is what I would think. <laughs> Standing and you can walk into the submarine. Everybody can stand in the submarine. You're just walking. Well what I realized quickly is that it is a submarine type vessel so you're back to back with people so you fold down your chair and you sit in front of a round submarine portal Mm -hmm. everybody has their own portal so you can look outside because the whole point is you go around 
this pond or this giant water park area and you're looking and the whole ride is looking out at stuff like nemo land or whatever nemo land and and there's some you know graphics and there's some led stuff going on in addition to whatever they've planted in this giant water area okay so i'm sitting down and immediately i mean immediately sit down and smell man oh i thought you were gonna say someone farted because i would be like i i couldn't (laughs) handle it male sweat it's a musk of male and it's someone some man is warm and is glistening somewhere Fortunately, it's not B.O. per se, but it is a oh, wet. God. You know, sometimes that's even worse Like when you can smell fresh sweat. It's a... <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> it's wet, musky. It's like my son when he comes in and his head's wet because yes. he's sweating. And I just don't that's even want... That's what it he's is. He's like, hi, mom. And he goes to give me a hug. I'm like, no, don't. I just like... And the thing is... I don't even want my own child touching me. It's not female. It's no. male sweat. Women can't women can't sweat like men. I mean, no. maybe some can, but I have not seen okay, it. Okay, so I'm like, all right, I think I can tolerate it because it's not offending my nose. It's just there. It's you have not been assaulted yet, nasally. The air, the air is <laughs> the air is thick, and so it's there. So I'm sitting there going, I'm already not enjoying enjoying this experience. I'm Do like you have, already like, any kind of sleeve or something you can like cover your nose with. So. I'm just sitting there in my and trying to be, you know, behave and not be difficult. <laughs> and Daryl's like, "Oh, this is going to be so great because he's sitting to the right of me and the girls are to the left of me." I'm like, completely oh. oblivious. Yeah, I know. He's so oblivious. And so the ride takes off. Now I have not looked around me because I'm just not interested in looking around me. I don't want to look around me. You don't want to know who it is. I don't. And so I'm sitting there going, "All right, well, I smell it, but I'm just." It's it's not like I said it's not offensive and so I'm just starting to look at I'm like oh ha 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 and then suddenly like a fucking car crash the smell of foot odor <gasps> oh my god <laughs> it's my face <laughs> like I had been bitch slapped by someone's dirty feet oh my <laughs> god I am not kidding it was offensive now. <laughs> I turn to look at Daryl. My eyes are starting to water. I turn to look at Daryl. First of all, I, I immediately think it's one of my children. And I was going to turn. Why? Because they're wearing Toms. And Toms. Oh God, you know what? They Olivia are so smelly. They are the smelliest shoes She was on the sitting planet. next to me the other day. And I'm like, what is that smell? It's the Toms. And then I look at her. And I looked at her. And so I smelled her little feet. Because she's only four. And I, it was like. It's it like I shoved a teenage boy's toes straight up my nose. It's I was so like, bad. oh, my God. Terrible. I'm like, we're taking a break from these for a while. So I turned and looked at my girls, and they're they're fine. They're, they did not remove their not shoes. Taken them, and I'm okay. sitting there going, what Why kind of – Would they ever take their shoes off <laughs> a place like that? Okay, first of all, people are disgusting. And you're sitting down, and someone is tired. It's almost midnight, and they've decided to remove their shoes to relax <laughs> in an enclosed cabin with 40 people in it on a muggy I don't know tip. and there's no air conditioning I mean there's well, no how can there be you're in a submarine there, there is no circulation whatsoever so I'm looking around going okay I have got to find a way to deal with this because we just started this ride it just began so, who was it so we're I'm looking <laughs> through the porthole now <laughs> like you can't even it's not I can't safe. Focus. It's not safe to breathe through your nose. It's definitely not safe not to breathe, safe through, to your breathe mouth. through my mouth because you don't so want to inhale like, that. Crap. What am I going to do? So I I stick my face forward as for, I lean forward <laughs> as far as I can into the portal, and then I start noticing these little air bubbles in the window, and I'm like, God, wouldn't that be terrible if this thing like broke? But I'm like, that's not going to happen. It's we're not that deep underwater. We're like literally four feet underwater. It's right. not like that. So we're in like a pool. So I start looking around going, oh, this is great. And so finally, I have to take a breath. I mean, I'm, I'm literally not breathing. And finally, I have to take a breath. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's worse. It's worse. There's like this terrible foot odor. So I turn to look is at Daryl. no one looking around noticing this? Nobody. I am the only one. And I'm like, how is this possible? So finally, I put, I, I had a sweatshirt on. I was just so saying, I, there, you have to be able to cover your face with something. I created a mask. I created a mask. <laughs> you have to. I had to. So I lifted up my face and I... <laughs> 
and I put the put it over my nose and my mouth, and it wasn't enough. I had to clasp my hand over the sweatshirt God. to keep the odor from invading my face. Did you try and find like a part of your sweatshirt that had like rubbed on your neck and your perfume was on it, so you yes! could at least smell something pleasant? I did. That's exactly what I did to on try my and neck. like you know like yes, remove anything, the odor from your nose. Anything to mask what was happening around me. So I turned to look you should at just Jill, start goes, carrying coffee beans with us. He goes, he goes, are you scared? Are you afraid? I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, do you not Absolutely. smell that? So I turned when he said that, I turned and looked at him. And then I looked behind him. And the ride operator is directly behind us standing. They drive standing. They operate the, via, the, the capsule behind us. And we were directly behind it. And he was wearing topsiders. Boat shoes? Boat shoes. And so... This humongous foot bouquet was coming out of his shoes and attacking us directly. Probably like every time he took a step Moved. or shifted, it just Every like, time he shifted, this puff of smelly air came out <laughs> and attacked us like a like a creature. And so I was completely distracted the entire time and it was the longest ride of my life. So finally it ended. I stand up immediately and I still have my hand over my face. And we're walking out, and I just as I walk out, I start scanning all the other ride operators to see if they're wearing topsiders. They're all wearing Doc Martens. This one idiot is wearing topsiders, and everybody else is wearing Doc Martens. I'm like, really? Why? We get the one Why guy the at one the boat? end of yeah. the shift who's probably just as tired as we are at midnight, and he's wearing smelly open shoes that are leather. And I was assaulted directly. I was so pissed. I, I got out. I was frightened. And he's Daryl's like, what's the matter? I said, I am never getting on that ride again. I mean, bad. And then later I asked him, I said, did you not, did you not smell that? Right. Like, I mean, my God, it is was your so nose awful. Broken? And he said, he said, well, you know, yeah, I smelled <gasps> it. I'm like, well, then why didn't you say something? Why was I alone you know He probably was hoping that you didn't, and he wasn't going to alert you to anything unpleasant. Oh, my God. And he, he was laughing. He said, well, yeah, it smelled like a locker room. I'm like, that's what a locker room smells like? God. Holy crap. I'm never – I'm so glad I'm a guy. So I'm let me ask guy. you, like, when you got off the ride, for me, it's not enough to actually be off the ride because it's still kind of crowded and there's still people. Like, I literally have to, like, walk out far – into like an open space area where there's I like you know not people and then i'm like <gasps> i f- i fled the scene and ran out to the what's, darkness what's wrong of the with park us? and opened my mouth wide and took a big fresh <laughs> breath like what is wrong with us no one is like this no one it was awful and i don't care who you are that smell would have attacked anybody it was so bad and i kept waiting for it to go away and it wouldn't go away and i'm I was, I'm like, we're in a capsule underwater with a bunch of people, sweaty, muggy, and now foot smell. Really? I mean, this is like my hell. This was so bad. Well, I was just going to say, you know, I, I want to feel sorry for you. I really do. I know you do, but you can't. <laughs> well, finish, finish your thought. Quickly, I just want to say yesterday I went to the grocery store and I mean, let's not even talk about the special person who followed me around the whole time. Why do you always bump into retards when you're at the store or like <laughs> the cross eyes? But or... I turned around and he was flat footed. So he's all clap, 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 clap. And he was following me. And I was like, where is your guardian? <laughs> Stop. Oh my are you, God. Why are you, you following have a handler? me? Like, where is your shouldn't guardian? You be holding someone's elbow right now. <laughs> I shouldn't even be talking that way. I don't. So say I go like to that. my car after the grocery store yesterday, and there's a there's a there's a big fat lard standing there smoking his cigarette by his Jeez. white van, and I get into my car, and he moves around to the front of his van, and he pulls off his shoe and sock and starts scratching his head. <laughs> oh my god! In front of me, and I'm like. What did I do? Someone has paid someone. What did I to do? To do these things to you. Like, this is too what? much foot accosting I can't for one it. person to handle. Like, I don't even know what to do anymore. I'm it's like, like the Twilight I can't, Zone. I can't even stand it. It's like, why would, you, why would you randomly remove? Like, with his... I can't. Like, like with his 
fingernails or was he at least using an object or oh no he was using his hand it's like why would you randomly remove your filthy sandal and your black sock and then start scratching the bottom of your foot god why i there's no words there are no words i'm speechless and hysterical i can't take it oh my god it's august i mean it's like you have ah! you have to put that sock back on. I, I, and he just dropped it on the ground. Like it was just nothing. And it's like, okay, so basically is this a show for me? Like are you doing this? Because is there a sign that says I hate feet, so please gross me out as quickly as you can. Hey Hugs, producer Dub here, founder and president of Uganon, the support group for those of us who are related to the Ugly Sisters. On behalf of Jamie, Paula, and myself, thanks for downloading the show every week and telling your friends about it. Without you, we wouldn't be able to share the ugly truth with the world. And now, back to the show. In some ways, only because we are weird, I almost do feel like your story is worse than the one that I'm about to tell. But as far as odors go... Like I said, I want to feel bad for you, but right. the assault that was <laughs> put on my nose. or I know. So you're in Los Angeles doing this thing. And as you mentioned, you have this big giant house with all these animals and everything like that, that you're scared to stand by yourself. But lucky me, I get to do it. And so because I'm going to house sit for you. I'm watching. Yes. I watched all your pets, your fish, your cats and all at your house and everything like that. And right. actually, it was really nice. It was almost yeah. like because it's the house is all by itself. There was no noise that your animals don't do anything. And so I just sat there with my laptop. I watched TV. It was like literally having like the penthouse suite, you know, for yeah, like three days nice. to myself. So I was in heaven. I did barely left the couch. But I think it was Saturday night. I'm sitting there and um, I'm messing around my computer and I'm texting, you know, um, one of these guys that I met online. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden I was just like, oh, and I said, you know what? I'm like, I think a skunk sprayed somewhere. Uh-oh. And so I was like, oh, no, I'm like, I hope the dogs didn't get sprayed because it was just it started to, you know, I could smell skunk. So I start walking towards the back door because the dogs are outside and all the windows were shut. The doors were shut. Everything was shut because, you know, it was kind of late. And as I got closer to the sliding glass door, I'm just like, wow, that is really strong. So I opened the sliding glass door just to call the dogs. And it's like I couldn't even keep it open. I had to shut it because it's like I got <laughs> punched in the face by like a skunk's anus. And Ugh. I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, that is so strong. And but what was bizarre is when I opened the sliding glass door, the dogs were nowhere to be found. Like, Sonny was there, and he was looking at me kind of panicked. But I, yeah. But Bodega, normally he comes running straight to the deck, like, when you open the door. Right. And so I was like, oh, no. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know where Bodega is. And I'm like, and that is a really strong smell. And it wasn't – all I could equate the smell to was it was like someone gave me a pie face full of burnt garlic cheese fries. What's funny, just on a side note, is Bodega has not killed any critters in over a month. Yeah. Like, he has been so... There's been no no stupid idiot animals have (laughs) dared enter our territory. Yeah. So, I call you and I said, hey, you know, um, I'm like, I... I think they're, the dogs may have gotten sprayed by a skunk because I said it's, it's like the, the smell is, is horrendous. Like I can't yeah. I couldn't even go in the backyard. It was so yeah. bad. Yes. And so I said, I, I think they got sprayed. I said, but I can't find Bodega. And you're like, oh, my God. You know, so you coached <laughs> me through the house trying to find the flashlight. So I start shining it in the yard and then I spot Bodega and he's like. Kind of like, I don't even know how to explain his posture, but it's like his shoulders were kind of up and his yeah. paws were down and his ears were kind of flat. And yeah, then I was shining and I looked down and, and I, and there was something in front of him and I'm like, oh no, I'm like, I'm like, I think he killed a skunk. And you're like, oh no, go look, you know? So then I go back downstairs, I'm shining the thing out there and I'm shining the flashlight. And you know, when you shine like an animal's eyes, they like glow. Yes. So I'm like, okay, there's big eyes. So I shine down to the black thing below him and there's just one little eye. <laughs> little twinkle like, of an eye. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, he killed a skunk. And so ah! I hear you. And then I hear Daryl you know, cussing up Freaking, a storm in the oh, background. He was so, he was he was so, so mad. mad. He's like, God damn it! 
I heard plenty of F words, but yes, um, he was pretty pissed. So I was just like, okay, I'm like, well, I have to leave the dogs outside. And I'm like, well, what do you know, what do I do? And you're just like, well, there's nothing we can do really, you know, but you're like tomorrow mm-hmm. we do have to get the skunk taken care of. So deal fortunately, with it. the house didn't smell that bad. I found the uh-uh. lysol. I found some candles. So, you know, I'm like, wow, this is, is kind of a nice romantic evening minus the, you know, <laughs> the guy smell of burnt garlic fries, but Ugh, you know, whatever. God. So the next day, I looking out the window, you know, because it's daylight now, and yes. um, I see the carcass in the corner Ugh, of the yard. God. And so I'm like, all right. So I found the black trash cans. I found some gardening gloves in the garage. I found some old sweatpants. I'm finding all these, you know, clothes. And um, so I go out there and I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm really going to pick this dead skunk up. Like, I, I can't, can't believe you did it. Well, what choice did I have, though? I mean. Yeah. Well, if- I think we have audio. We have audio of your little adventure. Well, yes, because I'm like, you know, I'm really doing this. So I'm going to record this because I think I was in disbelief of myself of what I, I was about to do. So it's like I almost needed to talk myself into it. And I felt like <laughs> if I had it on video, then I was committed. Hey, good morning, folks. It is Sunday, August fourth i believe and a special treat for you um as you can see i really am not looking my best um normally i wouldn't be doing this i've got gloves hefty bags i'm wearing the oldest clothes i could find at my sister's house because i'm nice if i was mean i would have found like clothes she wears every day really expensive ones as you can hear, the husky has been detained, and I'll tell you why. We're going to uh, make our way over here through the yard. And um, as we get close, I won't get too close, but what you see there is a dead skunk. And um, he was murdered last night by the detained dog. We'll call him the, uh, the suspect. The suspect is in custody, and um, that little tiny thing, who I know you can't see from this distance, has his paws crossed and actually has his intestines stretched out from his stomach and is holding it in his hands. It's very, very Silence of the Lambsy. I'm going to choose these items, and I'm going to pick that up and put it in a bag. I'm shocked myself. So, um, and then after that, I'm going to give the dog a bath with Dawn soap. Again, I'm shocked myself. So, hope you enjoyed the show. I have the gloves on. I take the black trash bag and I pick it up like if you're walking your dog and you have to pick up poop. Like oh, you kind of yeah. like pinch it or something. And it's so, icky, but you have to do it. Right. Because I'm like, I can use a shovel, but I'm like, oh, I know me. I'm not going to be able to like open the bag and then I'll dump it on there and I'll dump it on top of the bag and then it'll just, you know, something will happen and I'm just not good with tools. I'm like, okay, I'll open the bag as wide as I can. I'll pinch it in there and then like I'll, you know, flip <clears> it up and it'll fall in and that'll be the end of it. My mouth is watering in a bad way. So, of course, I pinch it and flip it up and... It doesn't like slide in. It like just flips to the side. And <laughs> on the other side, <laughs> there was more guts hanging out. But Ew! he had a smirk on his face because he was his laughing. he was smiling. His teeth were showing. Maybe he was a suicide skunk. I don't know. Well, I think what it looked like or is, is that. No, I think. Maybe he was dumb. He, when he laid, I think his lip got curled up and his teeth were exposed. And it just oh, kind of dri- dried that way. And so I was like, oh, I'm like, well, at least he was smiling or, you know, I just, (laughs) it was so bizarre. I've never seen a skunk up close and. Uh, They're, they're kind of cat-like, aren't they? I thought he looked more like a possum, but, you know. Well, yeah, they do. They have very sharp teeth too. Well, I really hope he broke his neck because. He did. That's what they do. Because you know what? Honestly, when we got home, we immediately went out there to check him and he doesn't smell at all. He didn't get sprayed (sighs) at all. The, I just the, don't the understand anus. how you can eat that or do whatever he did with it and not have a scent on you. The anus sprayed elsewhere because he is not, he has literally not been sprayed. There's no yellow on him. He has no odor 
at all. Oh, that's right. I posted that picture a long time ago of what it looked like. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened. He's really gotten, he's gotten very good at killing skunks. Well, so yeah. So anyways, um, that was, so I, I like triple bagged it. I put it in the trash can. Um, I left the dogs outside because I'm like, I'm not dealing with this. But what was funny (laughs) is the day before the dogs were in the backyard and they were barking like crazy. And so I go out there. I'm like, what are you guys barking at? And they were right by like the fence that leads to like that little like creek area. Yeah. And so I stand up because I'm like, all right, there's something on this other side. I don't know what it is. So I stand up and lo and behold is the buck that you have talked about. <gasps> the deer. The deer that has like all these points. But yeah. he's got like a bum leg. He does. He does. But he seems to be surviving just fine. But what was funny is, is I looked at them and he turned over and it's like he was facing away, but he turned his head and he was like looking at me. And we just had a moment where <laughs> we were staring and it's almost like like I looked at him and I'm like, yes, I understand now. I get it. <laughs> like, like, you know, all of life's questions were answered in that moment <laughs> with me staring at the buck and then he limped away, which almost was like typical. Well, and it was just almost like iconic for my life. I'm just like, it would make sense that I would have a moment with a lame deer. Because, you know, if it had been perfect, that wouldn't have made sense. (laughs) Become an honorary UG, or HUG for short. Like The Ugly Truth on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and visit our website at uglytruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E truth.com. Can you handle it? You know what's really funny about um, going to Southern California when you're driving through the city of L.A. to get to the other side is that there's a lot of really fancy cars on the, on the freeway. And oh, so yeah. me, I am constantly on the lookout for celebrities, <laughs> right? you know, seeing if I'm going to see anybody that's on their way to a film studio. And we actually drove by a truck. It was um, Fang Banger Productions, which is a True Blood uh, utility Ooh, truck. Cool. So that was kind of cool. And Daryl's like, oh, take a picture. I'm like, what for? I don't, you know what? It's, it's it's like some taking dude. a picture of a road crew for yeah, you know. and, and well, that's what it was. It was because I saw a Rascal Flats, you know, diesel truck one time when they because they were in town, and I right. it was like in the morning on the main freeway. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's probably their equipment arriving now. Obviously, the talent is not going to travel by diesel truck. One so would think, you know, it's not like they're in there, but but I was looking around and I'm thinking, you know, you never know who you're driving by in L.A. and that and the thing is, is like, I, I mean, we went into places and people. Everybody turns and looks when someone walks in because everybody's always looking for the celebrity yeah. or the powerful producer or the director because it's all it's all about who's who, who you seeing, what you know, who you know, you know. And um, it was funny because you've had way, way more brushes with celebrity than I have ever had. I, Probably I've had more than the average person. I mean, I've had my share of of um, musician interactions. You know, I've met guys from, I've interacted with guys from Metallica, Def Leppard. Um, the only one that I really regret is I, I was this close to meeting Slash and that was the one that I, he was the guy I really wanted to meet, but there were, he was delayed and, you know, I never got to meet him. And that, those are the bonuses of working at a rock station is you yeah. get to meet all these guys. But other than that, I mean, as far as movie stars, I don't really think I've met anybody that even if I have, I don't remember. But you have had quite a few interactions. I actually stumbled upon a movie set once. Um, Yes, you have. So I was in Los Angeles um, going to a meeting because I used to work for a TV station. And so one of the main hubs that, you know, a lot of people would meet at was the station that we had in Los Angeles. Right. So I was there and I was at the hotel like the night before the the meeting was going to happen. And I was in the jewelry district. And so I'm like, hey, cool jewelry district. You know, I'll walk around and see some of the places. So I'm walking around and it's like really quiet. And um, I just thought it was strange. But I'm like, well, maybe because it's Sunday, maybe the stores are closed. I don't know. And it was like six o'clock at night. And so I was walking around and um, there was a lot of people, but they were just kind of like sitting around and hanging out and drinking coffee or whatever. And so I'm like walking around and stuff. And I'm like, wow, all these people are pretty <laughs> mellow and whatnot. So then all of a sudden I noticed like people had walkie talkies. It took me a good 10 minutes before I'm just like, you know what? I'm like, something isn't right here. Something's a little (laughs) off. I'm like, something doesn't belong. And I'm like, you know what? It's you. I think it's me. I think there's something. So I went to the walkie-talkie person. I'm like, hey, I'm like, what's going on here? And they're just like, 
well, you're on a movie set. Like, we're getting ready to film a movie scene. I'm like, oh, and they're like, that big hill right there, that street hill that you just walked down, there's going to be a helicopter coming through here in like 10 minutes. Oh. And I'm like, oh, okay. And so they're like, you know, you better skedaddle. Go. And so I start walking, and then all of a sudden, there's like a director or producer. He's like, what's she doing here? Get out of here. And he starts yelling at me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So then I start running. But here's the problem is is it's it's literally like straight uphill. So – when you're running, oh, no. it's like, oh, you know, no. a really slow walk, but it's You're hard. And it's not I'm like, hurrying. And honestly, it's not like I'm in shape or anything like that. So, I mean, after a good, you know, 15, 20 seconds, you know, my chest is hurting. You're out of breath and, and your mouth yeah, is open. My mouth is dry. And I'm You're just gasping. Like, you know, and I'm not making any progress up this hill. And I'm so the other director across the street, he's just like, just come here, come here, come here. So it was in an alleyway. So I run in the alleyway. And there's a gentleman in there in a leather coat standing next to the director and he's waiting. And so they're like, just lean against this wall. And so lo and behold, I hear the helicopter coming. And then the director pats the guy in the leather jacket and he starts running down the street. The helicopter flies down and it's chasing the guy. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. You know, like I totally just, you know, watched this. But I didn't dare ask because, you know, I felt like an idiot. (laughs) <laughs> and so I walk back up the hill and I get close to my hotel and there's this parking attendant. I'm like, so what is this? Like, what what movie is this? He's like, well, that guy in the tan coat that you just saw. I'm like, yeah. He's like, that was Nicolas Cage. And what? I'm like, shut up. <laughs> and I'm like, I thought he looked familiar, but he just looked so different. And they all look different. Right. They all look different when you see them on television. And so I think you I remember you telling me he looked like he had like a toupee or a wig on or something. I think he had a wig on and I think he was wearing a lot of makeup. Makeup. And so it just looked really different. Um, Yeah. And so that's kind of how it is. But then there's other times when you see them up close. So like I have seen Jason Alexander, um, the guy from Seinfeld. Victor Garber, he used to be on Alias. I love him. Yeah. He actually pulled so up. Great. This is funny. He pulled up um, in his BMW, got out. He was wearing like sweats and was at the same restaurant that I was at Oh, with someone. And then um, was I. Was it the Ivy? No, this was another restaurant somewhere near Sunset Boulevard. Then one time I went to Mr. Chow's for dinner. And Mr. Chow? That's the night I saw um, Jason Statham and Nicolette Sheridan. Oh, I remember you telling yeah. me about this. And she's really nice, right? She was really nice. She's super, super thin. Like, super yes. thin. Well, gosh, she's really skinny tall. on TV. Yeah. Look at her. And Jason Statham, he's the guy that was in, like, the transporter and our transporter, transporter, whatever. Jason Statham. I'm sure I, I you know, the name sounds super familiar. He's done familiar. some other action movies. Like, yeah. He's I think I know like, who he is. Yeah. Anyways. He's, he's, is he bald? He's bald, right? Yes, I and know who he is. he's a white yes. guy, but he's really short. Like, really short. You know what? A lot of those celebrity action hero guys are. They're shrippy. Right. So the probably the coolest thing I've ever done, though, is um, when I worked for the TV station, we were a Fox affiliate. And so right. the show Glee had just come out. Glee. And so we actually um, had a local sporting event here. And one of the characters from Glee was going to come up and, you know, partner at the sporting event with one of our anchors and whatnot. So they needed a handler. So I got to be the handler. And the the celebrity celebrity was the one who plays Mr. Schuster, Matthew Morrison. Oh, he's really nice. He's super nice. And so I got to ride in the limo with him to the um, sporting event. We got to walk through the security, like the the below. We saw some of the players. But Matthew Morrison was absolutely gentleman, super nice, like really down to earth. And um, he had a friend with him, and he was a really cool guy too. And so, in fact, him and I are still friends on Facebook. Not Matthew, but the friend. Right, right, and, right. And, um, but yeah, what, it's really weird how you have all these interactions, and I, well, mine are all music related. Yours are minor actual celebs. Well, I think it's because I. Actual celebs? What are you talking about? Like TV. But what prompted this discussion was the other day, because so I'm kind of like just getting into Twitter. Yes. And so, um, I really like Food Network. And so a lot of the... We do. We both do. The chefs on there, like they're celebrity chefs now. And yes. so there's a show on there in particular, like it's called Chopped. Oh, and so such a good show. Everybody likes Chopped. And I love so it. And so two of the judges, um, they have I could like... never... They have like a, a, you know, five or six judges that cycle through, you know, right. every now and then. But um, two of the main judges is um, Scott Conant and Chris Santos. Yes. And so um, Scott Conant 
tweet because I follow them on Twitter. Um, he tweeted something to Chris Santos. He said, he's like, so in, in Japan or China or one of those places, he's like, for $8,000, he's like, you can actually have sex with the food before they kill it. And then you get to God. eat it. Gross. And, yes, that's what I want. And he's like, what do you say for the next trip? And so I replied and I said, you know, I'm like, you can do the same thing for a reasonably priced hooker for a fraction of the cost. <laughs> and so Chris Santos replied to all of it, to my tweet, and said, um, and the winner of this thread is, and then it was like my name. And so, so funny. it made my day. I'm like, I'm you know, I was like so excited. I think the I think the most famous notice I've received social media wise is um, comedian Kevin Meany, like something that I said once, and um, and then of course Adam Carolla has responded. Oh, and Will Wheaton's wife also thought I was funny. I didn't even know Will Wheaton had a wife. Oh my god, he's been married forever, and she's hilarious. And Will Wheaton is like the, the just like the ultimate nerd, and he's so cool, and he's really funny. He and his wife are super fabulous on Twitter, and I had said something to her because she has this thing about putting googly eyes on stuff, and she even has like a Tumblr page for it and everything. And wow. so, and I think that's hysterical because I draw I draw faces on inanimate objects all the time, but she's taken it to another level. <laughs> and she buys googly eyes and she puts them on things and then takes pictures of them. And so somebody had put googly eyes on something and I thought it was really funny. And so I had sent her a picture of it on Twitter and she responded to it really fast and thought it was hysterical. Yeah. And I'm like, yay for pseudo celebs. Yes. So um, let's see here. Last, I think, I mean, this was kind of just a hodgepodge episode because yeah, we had so couple much stories. randomness. But um I did post on Facebook earlier in the week that I didn't think I was going to make it the 30 days of the online yeah. dating. I'm on week two. It's like, I feel like I'm in rehab. Are you like over it? It's just, it's so, okay, it's exhausting because it's almost like looking for a job in some ways, oh, you know, because you're like feeling. stifling through, you know, all these emails or, you know, all these, I don't know, you know, it's just, it's exhausting and I'm like, this is so unromantic. It's so not spontaneous right. and I I hate I you know what I I told Daryl that you were delving into the internet dating pool again mm-hmm. and I said I gotta be honest with you it, and I always do this to him I don't mean to but it's just kind of the way I'm thinking at the time I'm like you know right. if you died or if I was suddenly single the last thing I would want to do is online dating like it is so unappealing to me I can't even I would rather be single then and have a vibrator for for five years then ever try to find a guy online i'm really committed to the 30 days so i switched sites oh and i don't know if this one's much better but at least <laughs> with this one this is what i've done like i've put safeties in place to, tallest midget in the crowd <laughs> to try and reduce you know the amount of it's almost like spam in some ways, the people that message you. What did it, you do? So with this particular site, you can actually mark, like, unless they meet this criteria, they are not permitted to message you. Oh, nice. And not and, and then above that, I put in another safety that their message has to be at least 50 characters or more. So that way you're not getting 25 messages of, hey, baby, hey, hi, <laughs> what's up? HMU, whatever it is. You HMU, know. ASAP. Yeah, have my uvula. So, um, hug my unitard. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, that has definitely reduced, you know, the contacts. Actually, it was kind of funny. One guy's like, hey, what's <laughs> going on? And then he just laid on his keyboard until it hit 50 <laughs> characters <laughs> and then hit send. Crafty. Yeah, I know. I didn't respond anyways because I was just like, that doesn't count. But, I'm um, like, asshole. So, I mean, I'm not, I've am i not entirely given up. Like I said, you know, I've met some nice people. I'm chatting with a couple of folks. So, I mean, it's not all not all is lost. But it's just, it's really hard to, um, I don't even say take it seriously, but it's just really hard to be into it when I'm just so 
unenchanted with the whole process. <laughs> well, the process is so clinical and so logical. It's like there's no feeling, you know, a, a vibe about somebody or, you know what I mean? It's It kind of takes away yeah, the interaction. chemistry or anything no, like that, you know? that's what I'm saying. You just so, see a couple pictures. And, of course, I'm always suspicious about everything. And so, like, yeah. you know, and – this is the sad part. It's like, I think I've done the online thing enough now to where I'm like recognizing some of the things that maybe like a first timer wouldn't recognize. So well, like, yeah, for example, you know, if I'm looking at some person's profile and like they're wearing a hat in every picture, I'm like, bald. that guy's bald. Right. Yeah. Or if I'm looking at her profile and they smile, but they never show their teeth. I'm like, oh God, bad they've teeth. got bad teeth. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and you were the one that pointed this out and I didn't recognize it until you said that, but I definitely have a teeth issue. Like I yeah. can't deal with bad teeth. Well, it's just, uh, it's, you know, it's one of those things. I don't know why, but it's just like, I, it creeps me out. I can't deal with a set of bad teeth. I just can't. And well, so, you know, everybody's got their thing. And well, you know, what's great about teeth is they can be fixed if you're willing. I know, but I'm just. But it's not a. That's not a that's project that thing. you want. Well, right, and that's just the thing is, and like everyone's like, you know, and then I'll get the messages from the guy who weighs like you know six hundred pounds, and <sighs> he's just like. And not even just that, but I mean, he's also, you know, like 47 or, you know, whatever. Oh, God. It's like, I'm very, very, very (laughs) lonely. Well, it's not actually, they're usually quite eloquent. They, they have a good, you know, a good cell. They usually, yeah, they've had a, they've had a lot of time to read books. You know, all of these things. They're just like, you know, they're very polite. They're like, I know I'm probably not what you're looking for, but if you could just get past, you know, I'm like, get past what? (laughs) You know, I mean, like, let's, don't act a, like, you know, it's a it's a, a wayward mole or, you know. Eat a piece of fruit. A strange a freckle or something. You're, you know, practically a relic in my eyes, you know, as far as, you know, sexually for dating. dating speaking. Not for the earth, but for dating. Right. <laughs> Just for this club. I can't let you in because you're old as fuck. For this club, not, you know, for the earth. What? You old, she pregnant. Can't have a bunch of old pregnant bitches running around. It's crazy. <laughs> I love that movie. It's a good movie. But it's just, you know, and I feel bad because then I'm like feeling guilty. Like, you know, maybe I shouldn't be just looking at looks. But I mean. Yeah. Why aren't you dating the 600 pound men with that are 50 years old? What's wrong with you? Maybe You're that's such a bitch. I don't know. I don't know. I, it could be because I don't know. I'm only 5'3 and I weigh 130 pounds. So I mean, or the if, fact that you would like to walk at a brisk pace when you're going to the car to the restaurant. Or when I'm trying to, you know, flee a movie scene. I can't, you know. They God actually forbid. would probably beat me on their rascal. But... You wouldn't want to call ahead and say, excuse me, I have a very large man coming with me. Clear the way. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. We'll see what happens. I Like yeah. I said, I you know I feel like I should at least give it the 30 days. I've had people yeah. say that, you know, because um, I have had, like I said, friends who've met sure. people. And someone said they met them at the, like the tail end of being on there for a year. Someone oh else said they God. had been on there for like two years. Who has Someone the else said they were on there that? like 31 days. So okay, you know what? That is just, that's ridiculous. I have to stop throwing in the towel at like day three though. So that, that will happen, but. I'm sure it will. Well, is there anything else that you think we need to uh, exhaust this week or are we pretty much done? Producer Deb has put together a highlight reel of our first 25 episodes. Our and greatest be- hits of. Of the first 25. What he thought were some of the funniest segments of the first 25 episodes. He's compiling it into a highlight reel. And it will post this week as bonus content. But not bonus content because you will never ever pay for audio. It's ever. free bonus content. And that is something that we've, we've agreed. And it's going to be our commitment to our listeners that... Yes. As far as Ugly Truth is concerned, we're never, ever, 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 ever going to charge for our audio. So ever, ever. If there's anything that ever has a cost associated with it, it will be completely unrelated to audio. So yes, our show will always be free. You know, our highlight reels that, like I said, you know, is going to get posted, any of those things will always be free to everyone. So this highlight reel is a really cool way to share the show. Um, so that if you think there's someone in your life that will like our kind of humor or storytelling or whatever, this is a great way to highlight what the show's all about. 
And so this is a, this is something that we will hope that all of our listeners will share on social media or Twitter or email or however you want to share or just it. Just word of mouth. I mean, word we've mouth, got yeah. lots of listeners that way where people are just, you know, telling their friends about it. So this is, you know, it's like a a demo reel, if you will, or a, yes. a, a small, compressed, ugly It's truth. a highlight reel. Right. It's like the best of the first 25. And that way you don't have to pick a specific episode because, yeah. you know, all of the episodes, I mean, in our opinion, all of the episodes are good. We have our own personal favorites, but yes. at least with this, it's, you know, hopefully like the best compilation put into one thing. And so, Indeed. and it will be fun to reminisce, you know, because I'll be honest, I haven't gone back and listened to some of the earlier episodes. So I have- I'm dying. I want to hear her. Well, if that's a wrap for this episode, we appreciate everyone uh, tuning in and listening. If you haven't had a chance, please check out our new and improved, well, not new and improved, website. Yeah, it's new and improved. Yeah, Yeah. it's still same address, uglytruth.com. So we'd like to thank our webmaster, Josh, for taking care of that. Thanks, Um, Josh. We'll be probably rolling out some more exciting things on our website. So mm-hmm. um, be sure to check Facebook or the Twitter for those updates. And then as usual, we want to thank our producer, Dub, again, for not only his hard work on the current episodes, but the new highlight reel that's going to be coming out. We're super excited about that, too. Indeed. So um, in conclusion, because it's, you know, I do the conclusions and I get to pick what we close with. Um, I felt very animal inspired this week, so we'd like to close with the theme to National Geographic, and uh, <laughs> hopefully you have a moment with a bummed legged deer like I did. But until then, we'll talk to you later. That's it for this week. We hope you enjoyed the ride. If you don't already, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or right from our website at UglyTruth.com. That way you'll never miss an episode. And don't forget to share the truth with your friends. See you next week.